Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. Hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Racketeers in Gas Coupons. The Green Hornet strikes again. As a car drew up at a certain gas station on the west side of the city, the station attendant leisurely walked out from the office and approached the two prospective customers who sat waiting. Evening. Evening, bud. We want to have a little talk with you. Talk, huh? What about? Well, supposing we did want gas and didn't have any coupons. What could you do about that? No coupons, no gas. You ought to know that by this time. Sure, sure, we know. But if a lot of people who needed gas came by here without coupons, and you had the coupons to sell them along with the gas, think of the dough you'd be making. Get it? Look, I ain't no dumb cluck. I get it, all right. <laughs> we know he ain't dumb, don't we, Joe? Sure, Pete. We wouldn't have stopped here if we thought he was dumb. He stopped because we thought he's smart. How about it, buddy? Want us to tell you how to work it? If you guys are trying to deal me in on a phony gas coupon racket, you can get going. I'm not interested, see? Gee, Joe, what do you know about that? He ain't interested. <laughs> oh, he's just a little hard to convince, that's all. 
Hey, fellow, what if I told you we ain't dealing in phony coupons? What then? Uh, if you got real ones and your racket's worse than I thought. I deal honest, see? I'm not knuckling down to any mugs like you. For two cents, I'd turn you in. That's what I ought to do. <laughs> so that's it, huh? You got two coppers to give the dope, Pete? Nope. I ain't got two coppers to give them. But I got a couple of lead slugs you can have. Hey, put that gun away. You can't do that and get away with it. Oh, yeah? Give him the slugs, Pete. Oh, no, you won't. I'll show you. Better deals when other gas station guys hear about that when being plugged. Yeah. It's too bad when a guy has to go quick like that. Makes me feel kind of sad, you know. Nobody around to see him go either. <laughs> that was a break for us. <laughs> How many we got that took coupons, Joe? Boss will be anxious to know. About half a dozen so far. There'll be more. Don't worry about that. <laughs> they all paid cash on the line. Where are we going now? Back to the blessed apartment. You better lay low for the rest of the night. Somebody will find that dope at that gas station and the cops will be on the lookout. Step on it, Pete. The following morning, Britt Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel newspaper, was talking to Ed Lowry, one of his reporters, in the publisher's office at the Sentinel building. The murder of that gas station attendant's turned out to be quite a mystery, Lowry. Since he was found out near the gas pumps, and since there was no cash missing, robbery certainly wasn't the motive. That's right, Chief. The guy must have been there alone when it happened, too. Cops haven't found anybody who knows anything about what happened. Oh, hello, Axford. Come on in. Sure, I am in, Reed. <laughs> so I noticed. Hi, Lowry. Well, if it isn't our star reporter, Mike Axford. Coming in with another scoop, no doubt. If you will really compliment me, I'd know you're out of your head, Lowry. And if you're trying to get me goat, you're crazy. Because any ribbon from you rolls right off me back. That it does. Oh, fully. Why don't you two grow up? What's on your mind, Axford? Nothing but me hat, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> For once he spoke the truth, Chief. <laughs> oh, is that so now? Can't a guy crack a little joke around here without oh, somebody... calm down, Axford, and tell me whatever you came in to say. Well, it isn't very important, Reed. But I wondered if we might get a story out of it. Sergeant Burke told me down at headquarters that some gas station guy tried to sell an investigator some gas coupons this morning. But when the investigator offered to take some, the guy became suspicious of something and wouldn't sell him any. He swore he was only kidding. Did they take him down for questioning? Sure, but they couldn't get anything out of him. They let him go, but they're having him watched. Well, some little independent station he come from on the east side, a guy named Lewis. Oh, there's a lot of those coupons floating around lately, Pete. Mm, so I've heard. It's a mystery how people get a hold of extra coupons like that. Ones that are really genuine. It'd be a good scoop if we could run down some guy who had some to sell. I think I'll make a point of trying to find some. It'd probably develop into a good story, Lowry. Especially if we could find the source. If you do come across any, let me know. Okay, Chief. I have a hunch the discovery of the person or persons behind the whole thing might be a bigger scoop than we think. That evening, a car was parked in the shadows a short distance from the gas station, which was run by the man, Lewis, of whom Axford had spoken that morning. Look, Joe, I think he's locking up now. Yeah, that's what he's doing, all right. Are you sure he walks home? Yeah, he don't live very far up the road. <laughs> it's kind of dark up that way, too. Yeah, how about the dick that's been tailing Lewis all day? He must be down the road there a ways watching the station. Lewis comes up this way, see? 
The other guy will tell him at a distance so he won't know what's happening here in the dark till it's too late. Anyway, we can throw a couple of slugs back his way to scare him off. Hey, here comes Lewis now. Yeah, get ready. Open the car door. Come on, get out. Keep quiet. You won't see the car with the lights out. Yeah, I ain't coming. Here he comes. I'll stop him. You sock him from behind. Quiet now. Hey, you. Who's that? What do you want? Come here a minute. Keep quiet. I want to talk to you. Well, what do you want to say to me? I told you to keep your voice down, Dope. Somebody we know wants to have a little talk with you. So you're coming with us. I'm not going anywhere, fella. I'm going home and you're not going to stop me, see? Is that so? Pete, let him have it. <coughs> Got him right on the cocoa. <laughs> Fresh guy, ain't he? Shut up with your gabbing and help me put this lame brain in the car. For your own good, I hope you didn't conk him too hard. Ah, uh, he'll come out of it all right so the boss can talk to him. Come on. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> come on, get in. Okay, okay. Hey, there's somebody coming. That dick, I guess. Get going. Give him a couple of shots, Pete. Meantime, Lenore Case, secretary to Britt Reed, was working later than usual, typing up some important letters for the young publisher. Well, if it isn't little Katie, working like a trooper even though it's way past six o'clock. So what? It isn't the first time I've stayed overtime expert. That it isn't. And I hope Reed appreciates it, too. That I do. Hey, why all this sudden concern about my working hours, Axford? Can't a man show some interest in your welfare without you getting huffy about it, Kathy? That depends. But if it's a loan you want, nothing doing. Now, did I say anything about a loan? Did I? Not yet. But I suspect something like that when you start handing out your blarney. Kathy, I can't for the life of me understand what makes you so suspicious all the time. <laughs> It's just one thing, Axford. You. Casey, I think you ought to go see one of them there psychoanalytics. <laughs> There's something wrong with your Lombardo or something, I'm thinking. Oh, skip it. Only don't come in here impersonating one of the intelligentsia. <laughs> Say, did I do that now? Maybe I ought to go on the radio. I heard some guy impersonate the other night. Your and he impersonation was... is much too poor for public exhibition, Axford. Now, if you came in here to see Mr. Reed, go on into his office and let me finish my work. <laughs> So that's the thanks I get for being thoughtful about you, is it? Well, the next time I won't even stop to say hello, that I won't. That's certainly something to look forward to. Goodbye now. Da fooey. <laughs> well, Axford, are you trying to impersonate Lowry by any chance? What? You too, Reed? I too? What do you mean? Every time I open my mouth around this joint, someone says I'm impersonating someone or something. <laughs> we'll see if you can impersonate a good reporter for a while. What's on your mind this time? Well, I just came back from Cop's headquarters after phoning in that story to the rewrite desk. Oh, did you pick up something down there? I haven't checked downstairs recently. Sure, I picked up something. That guy I told you about today, name of Lewis, you know? I remember the gas station chap. The police were having watched. Well, what about him? He got picked up by a couple of guys in a car out near his place. He's disappeared. Oh, I see. Then it looks as though he did have something to hide. Something others didn't want him to tell the police. Sure. And the guys who took him away were plenty tough, too. They shot at the man Sarge had tailing Lewis, but it was too dark for him to get a look at them or see the car number. The whole business gets more complicated all the time. Hello? Hello, Chief. This is Lowry. I got something hot. What is it, Lowry? I found a guy in a little independent 
gas station and sold me some gas coupons. Some real ones, too. He was leery about me at first, but after I hung around a while, he broke down and let me have some. Where are you now? Where's that place you got those coupons? I'm over on the east side in a drugstore. Gas station's right near here at the corners. Hey, I thought I'd find you here, buddy. Hang up that phone. Hello. Hello, Lowry. Lowry, hello. What did he do, hang up on you, Reed? He hung up all right. Not because he wanted to. Call Sergeant Burke and tell him Lowry's in some sort of trouble, somewhere on the east side. Somebody didn't want him to make a report on what he found. Then you'd better get on down to headquarters right away. You mean somebody's got Lowry? Yes, and before the night's over, I think they'll be very sorry they laid hands on a reporter of the Daily Sentinel. A short time later, in a small apartment on the east side, Lowry, flanked by Joe and Pete, before the seated figure of a well-dressed man. Who is this? Why have you brought him here? We don't know who he is yet, boss. We do know he's been snooping around trying to buy up some coupons. <laughs> he wouldn't take no for an answer over at the East Line gas station. <laughs> yeah, boss, but he ain't so smart. Guy at the station went in and gave us a tip-off on the phone. We told him to sell them out a few, but to stall till we got there to tail him. Good work, boy. He went into a phone booth. He was calling somebody to give him the dope when we grabbed him. Refreshing? Yes, we might as well know just who he is. You jerks keep your hands off me. Hold him, Pete. Yeah, with pleasure. I told you to keep away. <laughs> I got him now. Go ahead, Joe. You guys will be sorry for this. You wait and see. Ah, dry up. <laughs> Here's a step in his pockets, boss. Good. Uh, Edward Lowry, Daily Sentinel. Ah. Sneaking news hound, huh? Exactly, and we can't let him go. <laughs> we just got back a while ago from giving that squealer a ride, boss. We can do the same with this cluck if you say so. Ain't nobody's taking me for a ride, you dirty bunch of killers. Oh. That'll hold him for a while. You nothing fool, you've knocked him out. Now I have to wait till he comes to to find out how much he knows and who he's told. After I do find out, you better get rid of him as fast as you can. And remember... He must disappear completely. There must be no slip-up. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. Back to our story. Concerned over Lowry, Britt Reed hurriedly left his office and went to his apartment, where
where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. Something wrong, Mr. Britt? Plenty, Cato. Lowry's in some sort of trouble. Trouble, Mr. Britt? Yes, he just appeared. He was phoning me from a drugstore on the east side about a lead he had on racketeers and gas coupons. When I distinctly heard someone forcibly make him leave the phone. Oh, evidently one of the racketeers followed him to phone booth. Yes, there's no doubt about that. It means that Lowry's in great danger. You have plans, Mr. Britt? Not yet, Cato. But we'll make some plans as we drive over to the east side. Black Beauty is ready. Also, gas gun and mask. Good. The police have been notified, but they're going to have the help of the Green Hornet in rounding up those racketeers. Come on, there's no time to lose. When they find out Lowry's a reporter and has something on them, there's no telling what they'll do. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom... Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment house itself. This passage led to an adjoining building, which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. <coughs> Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. Where we go first, Mr. Britt? To the gas station owned by that man, Lewis Cato, the one who disappeared earlier this evening. We're almost there now. What do you expect to find there? A clue? No, not necessarily a clue, but if he had a quantity of coupons, which he was selling, I'd like to get a look at them. There's the place. Pull over in the shadows and stop. Someone may be watching the place from nearby. I'm going to try to get in the back way. You wait right here, Cato. Yes, Mr. Britt. The lights out and the motor running, Cato. We may have to leave in a hurry. Melting into the shadows along the road, Britt Reed quickly but cautiously approached the back of the darkened gas station. Using a thin steel tool, he swiftly manipulated the lock of a back window. Then, moving silently, he lifted himself over the sill. This place isn't very big. Here's my flashlight. And detached gas coupons in that cigar box near the cash register there. Evidently the ones taken from customers. Yeah, look in this drawer. No doubt in my mind the police have already been here and gone through everything, but I did hope I might... Hmm, sheets of new coupons lying under these reports here. Uh-oh, that must be a plan by the police to see who'd come searching for these unused stamps. Something tells me I've unwittingly walked into a trap. Maybe there's time to... I guessed right someone was watching this place. Time for me to get out of here and fast. Hurry, Mr. Britt. Must hurry. Step over, Cato. Quick. Escape, Mr. Britt? We're used to narrow escapes, Cato. 
What good it do you to find coupons genuine? Well, since they're genuine, Cato, it shows they must come from a place where such coupons are kept in large quantities. Only such place be ration boards. Exactly. And I have a hunch, Cato. I want you to phone the police from some nearby drugstore. Tell them that you want to tip them off the Green Hornet's about to steal a lot of gas coupons from one of the gas rationing boards and then hang up. But there's more than one in city, Mr. Britt. Yes, I know. Which one you plan to enter? None, Cato. We'll just lay low for a while. And if my hunch is correct, we should get some news over the radio here on the Black Beauty within the hour. News that will lead us to the place where Larry's being held and to the man who's responsible for his disappearance. Stop in the nearest drugstore and make that phone call. Meantime, Axford was waiting at police headquarters for any news that might come in regarding Lowry or the racketeers. Sergeant, you ought to be out doing something instead of hanging around here like this. Maybe poor Ed Lowry's already been done away with by now. Is that so now? Well, if he's already done away with, there's no need for us to bother about getting him back. He'd be no good to read her as the sentinel as a corpse. <laughs> Even at that, he'd probably do more around there than you do alive, Axford. Say, is that any way to be talking at a time like this, I'd like to know? I'll just overlook your insults for the time being until you get busy and find Lowry. What kind of police force is this, anyway? Listen, Axford. Any cracks out of you about the force, and you can heave your lazy carcass right out the front door. And stay out, too. Ah! The shoe's on the other foot now, that it is. It don't take much to make you bristle up, Sarge. Police headquarters. What's that? He's going to what? Now, wait a minute. Say that again. Who's going to do what? Glory be. Which one? Hey, wait. Which one? Hello. Hello. Ah, he hung up. What's up, Sarge? Never you mind. The force will take care of it without your help. Cassidy, get in there and tell them dispatchers to spread the alarm to all squad cars. The Green Hornets plan to swipe a raft of gas coupons from one of the rationing board offices. Hurry up. Okay. Great sense of little fishes, Sarge. Is that what that call was? And didn't he say which one of the rationing officers Stop that Stop about something you know nothing about. If you want to come with me, come on. Maybe if we find that hornet, we'll find the gang who slashed Lowry. To my way of thinking, they're working together from the looks of things. Meantime, Britt Reed and Cato parked the Black Beauty in a secluded spot on the outskirts of town and sat patiently waiting for certain news to come over the car radio. Radio tuned in to police broadcast, Mr. Britt? Yes, Cato. The lead I'm expecting should come over the police shortwave. I hope my hunch proves correct. We've been waiting a long time now. Yes, but if what I hope for does come over that shortwave, it will well have been worth waiting for. You not say what you expect? Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Attention, please. Attention, please. Mr. Milton of Eastside Gas Rationing Board Number 3 reports many thousands of gas coupons stolen by Green Hornet. Many thousands of gas coupons taken from Number 3 Eastside Rationing Board by Green Hornet. All cars be on lookout. All cars be on lookout. That is all. You hear, Mr. Britt? They say Green Hornet steal coupons. What I was waiting to hear, Cato. Come on, we'll get that Mr. Milton's address from the city directory. Then the Green Hornet's going to pay him a visit. Mr. Milton? Yes, and when you phoned the police a while ago, you see they put out a warning to all rationing boards. I knew that if someone at one of the boards was misusing the coupons entrusted to him, he'd take this opportunity to shift the blame to the Hornet and would announce that shortage. Oh, 
Then we find where Lowry is, maybe. Right, kiddo. Get going and hurry. been, boss. We've been worrying. <laughs> I just completed a bit of business that's put me in the clear regarding those gas coupons. How come, boss? Yeah. What's the dope? I merely phoned the police and announced a big shortage of coupons in the board office. You did what? Holy cats, you're going nuts <laughs> or something? Yeah, take it easy. Don't get excited. While you two were tying up that report in the other room a while ago, I heard the police broadcast that the Green Hornet was on his way to steal a lot of gas coupons from one of the board offices. Actually, the Hornet must have been scared off, but the police don't know that. I uh, told them he had already broken into our office and taken the coupons, you see? Say, that was smart, boss. Yeah. Now, before we do anything else, what about that jerk in there? Yeah, he ain't come to yet. That is, not since the second time I bopped him. You make me sick, Pete. Well, you might as well get him out of here. Drag him down the back way to the car and dispose of him once and for all. Come on, Pete. I'll help you. Let's go. Hold it, Muggs. The Green Hornet. Holy mackerel. Is that the Green Hornet? First one, go be and ready for action. Let's give him a little action then. No. That's your cake. <laughs> Good. That shooting ought to bring the police. They're in the neighborhood. Help me, boss. He, he's got me. Help me. I'm getting out of here. Do not leave yet for a while. No. Take it, your rat. No, no. Where's that other log? Behind drip, hiding. This one, not so much. If I get to my gun, I... So sorry, you not get a chance. Hey, I'm coming out. I give up. We'll make sure of that, killer. Hey, look, Hornet, you and me can run the racket. All the coupons are in the desk Thanks there. Thanks for the dip, chub. Now you're going to have that, too. Oh, no, not the gas. Please, don't. No. <laughs> the police are coming. Get those coupons out of the desk and leave them on the table there. I'll open that door so they'll find Lowry. Hurry, out the back door. Lowry can tell who those men are. Come on, let's go going. Here's where the shooting came from, all right. Glory be, what a mess. See what's in that other room. Now you take a look in there. Hey, look on the table. Thousands of gas coupons. Sarge, he's loaded, he's safe. Get in there, Cassidy, and see what he's talking about. Okay, Sarge. Here, Cassidy, let me take him out there. Oh, I'm all right, Sarge. I'm a little bit weak. Glory, hallelujah, it's Lowry, safe and sound. Isn't that what I said to you? Uh, half the time I don't listen to you, Axford. What's this all about, Lowry? Who are these guys, anyway? Well, these guys are killers. They're the racketeers who were pulling on that stuff at the gas stations. And they already did away with two guys. They were fixing to take me for a ride, too. Well, And I'll... that smooth-looking junt is the leader. A guy by the name of Milton. Milton? Hey, now it's all plain. He's the guy from one of the ration boards who called and said the Hornet stole thousands of coupons. Well, they must have been working together, Sarge, and had a falling out. Uh, it's easy to see the Hornet's been here, all right. Did you see him, Lowdy? No, I just came to about the time you came in. Well, that's too bad. Well, boys, get these skunks out of here. Lowry will be chief witness against them. Sure, but what about the Green Hornet, Sarge? Well, what about him? Huh. Asking each other what about him won't do any good. Listen to that. It's him. It's him, all right. The Green Hornet sneaking away and leaving his gang to take all the blame. That's the Green Hornet for you.
copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This is the Blue Network.